1: Coffee and cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio.
0: Back with you on Coffee and Cream in the morning on Hale Varsity Radio. <laughs> Still smiling from our previous segment, we are uh, wow, we sir. are enjoying ourselves this morning. It's 829 twenty-nine, and on the phone is. Kevin Suits, and Kevin is the sports director at 1011 News in Lincoln. Kevin, thanks so much for hopping on the show. How are you? I'm good. Good morning, fellas. Hey, funny thing about Kevin. Yeah? I called him yesterday, and I, well, I actually called the, their news station to get in touch with Kevin, and I had his number the whole time. And we had text chains in the past, and I just was ignorant. You,
2: you want to know one of the joys about this job? And now that we're on him soon to be in both markets? I get a chance to talk to somebody that I've always liked talking to because we're in Lincoln. Kevin, uh, it's hard for our listeners for me to explain my weird affinity for you, man, but it's probably a bigger deal for us to get you on, hopefully, every other week uh, than it is for you to actually be on the show, man. No pressure, though. No pressure, bud.
1: <laughs> well, I thank you guys for uh, having me on, and, DV, good to hear from you, and Andrew, it is crazy, you know, like to connect the dots of our paths uh, in previously, and yeah, man, you don't even need to go through the newsroom. You had no. to the whole time.
0: That's how badly we wanted to. the you show. At, he had you at
2: hello. <laughs> 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 we're we're putting together kind of this lineup, and and I looked at him and I was like. Uh, the whole text thing the last couple of days, Andrew and I was like, "Oh God, we gotta have it. We gotta have it. We, <laughs> right. we gotta have Kevin." Like, because because I'm, it's weird, Kevin. I'm, not, I I don't want to embarrass you just because you know we we gotta glean some information and get some insight <laughs> right. on what's going on in the capital city, but even guys here, like in this market, like your media peers, like they sing your praises. Right? It's like nobody has anything bad to say. So. I shoot man i just want to be a part of it can we share
1: well yeah that's that's very nice of you db and you know we we have had some nice uh, exchanges you know whether it's pregame, postgame post-game at memorial stadium yeah. or e- even there's been a couple of high school games yeah. you know uh i've been at and you're, you're running your team through pregame warmups, warm-ups and we're still you know hugging it up and saying hello and that's all good and i appreciate what you guys are doing early on here with uh with Coffee and Cream. And it's, it's an awesome show. I've been
0: listening since day one. Um, and it's really fun to be a part of. So thank you again for having me on. Well, we appreciate you there. Hey, the big news coming out of Lincoln. Today is the the name, well, at least the name that's surfacing is Donovan Rayola. And the O-line has been an area of major criticism lately. And Husker fans weren't very enthused last night to see Rayola's name as the one coach being retained here. What's your initial reaction to seeing that news? Frankly,
1: I'm not surprised. Uh, mm.
0: You know, if you listen to what Matt Rule said that he wanted
1: in terms of his staff, he didn't necessarily say, all of my guys uh he wanted he wants guys that he feels he can help them grow in their coaching profession and some of the the guys that are going to be on his staff uh don't necessarily have the most experience they have a diversity of experience and i can greatly appreciate that but not only does matt rule like to coach players from what it seems like he likes to help these coaches grow as well and you you think about what raiola's path was you know he came to lincoln as an offensive line assistant coach he wasn't the head offensive line coach with the chicago bears he was the assistant's assistant and so last year it was a pretty big task for him to come in and not only coach a power five program in such a key position in the big ten but also have a group that underperformed last year and you know i think folks need to extend some grace toward donovan and what what the deck he was dealt was last year. Nuri not being able to play before the season even started, and then losing Teddy Prohaska. I mean, that might have been their best offensive lineman, and he only saw the field a few games. uh, And the injuries started to mount up front, and not to mention they're playing a defensive line such as Minnesota and Michigan. Mm -hmm. And Illinois' defensive line is pretty good this year, too. So it was tough sledding from the get-go. And maybe Matt Rule identified that, that, listen, this is a coach that last year may not represent his coaching ability. Let's give him a chance. And there's nothing wrong with having a little bit of continuity from the previous staff. So I'm not totally surprised that Donovan's a guy that's going to come back and coach with Matt Rule.
2: Hey, so let me ask you something, Kevin, because, listen, I... You got your ear pretty close to the ground. What if, and we don't know if it's going to work. And I don't think we're trying to sell it, but I'm just trying. To, we're trying to glean some perspective here. Have you ever been in or done, sat through like an interview process, or talked to somebody and said, they may not have been this to them, but they can be this to me, and it kind of changes the dynamic of what they're capable of under some new circumstances.
1: That's a really interesting point, Damon. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe is that. If you look at his profile, his coaching profile, he's been with a lot of different guys. So maybe it just is going to take the right head coach, and we're not trying to say that Mickey wasn't that, and we're not trying to say that Scott Frost wasn't that, but maybe the right guy can push the correct buttons with Donovan. And, and there are so many examples of that across coaching that some coaches are just better based on the people that they are around. And I would think that's not even a coaching thing. That might be an employee thing. You know, I might excel, you know, frankly, at the the position I have, I've had five different bosses in 17 years at 10-11. Mm. And I think some of them have made me better. I, I know for a fact that there is uh, one of the news directors I had, he challenged me in a different way than the others did. And, and that's not to say he was better than the others. In fact, my current boss, I absolutely love. But he's got a totally different managerial style, and it allows me some freedom, and it allows me to have maybe a little bit more fun. But <laughs> one of the previous news directors, you know, he was the guy that, you know, if you didn't have a good sports cast, he was right there in his doorway, and he'd pull you right in. He, I called it the finger. He didn't give me the middle finger. He gave me the index finger, which was mm-hmm. pointing like, you're coming in here. And we sat down, and we would have a little hash out for about 10, 15 minutes. And at the time, I hated those discussions. They were uncomfortable. I was young. I thought I knew a lot more than what I actually did. But in retrospect, he was pushing me, and he was challenging challenging me to be better, and I'm forever thankful for that. Mm. So in the case of Nebraska football, maybe the managerial
0: style that Matt Rule has is going to really help a a coach such as Donovan Raiola get a little bit better this year. Mm. Transitioning to the hardwood, I know there's a game happening in Lincoln. There's also a game happening out at Indiana, and we'll start there. Nebraska gets the Hoosiers tonight, a team that just got walloped by Rutgers didn't shoot the ball very well. The Huskers coming off a high, taking down the seventh best team in the country. But in regards to this matchup, Kevin, what are you looking for? Who are, who are you watching here? Is it Derek Walker, Trace Jackson Davis? Is it Sam Griesel and the new kid on the block, Jalen Hood-Shifino? Shafino? is it? Well, Trace
1: Jackson Davis, I think is the best player in the big 10. Uh, Zach Eady maybe would be moving into the number one spot based on the first month plus of the season. Uh, Can Nebraska, basically post-wise, do to trace Jackson Davis what they did to Ryan Kalkbrenner? I don't know if it's apples to apples here, but I do think that Jackson Davis is a guy that if you are aggressive and you go right at him, perhaps you can get him out of his game. And it seems like this Nebraska team, you know, I'm sure you guys, like myself, were just completely shocked at the way Sunday played out. Mm -hmm. They made that game a rock fight. And it wasn't the prettiest of basketball. If you're neutral to college basketball, not Creighton, not Nebraska, and you're just flipping through, you're probably not watching that game on Sunday because, you know, it wasn't scoring every 10 seconds, and it wasn't played at a pace that's appealing to the common fan. But Nebraska found a way to junk the game up and win it. And I would think that just based on overall talent, Indiana is superior to Nebraska but that doesn't mean they can't win the game. They've got to have the right scheme. They have to maybe get Trace Jackson Davis off of his game, get him in foul trouble, and then I think the window of opportunity may open for Fred Hoybrick's team. I thought Fred coached his tail off on Sunday, by the way.
2: Hey, let me transition on our last 90 seconds before we get you out of here. One of the reasons I'm excited about talking to you is because you you know that high school scene in and out. and couple big wins the the capital city had a good week couple 2 and 0 teams uh, southeast got my guys in west side in your opinion who do you think is going to be the high school team to watch as the season progresses in Lincoln
1: man i don't know damon that's such a good question in fact i was looking at our sheet last weekend of <laughs> games to really monitor closely Southeast, I think Southwest is pretty good. Yeah, this year, I agree. Chuck loves a pretty dynamic ball player. Uh, I'll go down a few classes. Parkview Christian, I think, is going to win Class D. Too. Always good. And they play above the rim, man. They are a <laughs> fun team to watch, and they've got incredible pace. They won it last year. I think they'll repeat. But in terms of the LPS schools in Class A, shoot, I, I, I'm Southeast or Southwest. Southeast, Southwest. Yeah, it's it's one of those two, and East could maybe sneak in that discussion too. So
2: well, Coach Kevin, you don't disappoint, man. I'm I'm pretty pumped, man. Welcome aboard. We appreciate you, Kevin. Thanks.
1: Thank you guys for having me on. Have a good day.
0: You too. Follow oh, love at that guy. Kevin Suits on Twitter. Up next, over to the Keystone State. We talk to Mike Gross here on Coffee and Cream.